Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at TheMultiorgasmicMama.com. Hello, beautiful ladies. It's Lacey Broussard here. And today we are going to be continuing with our theme of uh, October 2018, Single Mamas Thriving in Love. But don't worry, if you are not a single mama, we have lots in store for you, including a whole month devoted to women's health and wellness and a whole month on sex tips. So, you know, if you want to learn how to improve your blowjob and handjob skills and learn how to give a penis massage, well, it's coming for you, baby. Okay, but because I have such a special place in my heart for single mamas that haven't figured out that dating can actually be really, really fun and enlightening and that it doesn't have to be a total dread, <laughs> I wanted to give all of these single ladies out there some extra special attention. Since I have not devoted much of the podcast to uh, helping any of the single mamas and their, their love lives and uh, so, yes, we're going to continue with that for one more week. But today, I'm going to be giving you all of my best secrets to being an adored single mama. Let's dive in. The first two are not that practical, but are, in my opinion, in my professional uh, coaching opinion, and they are the most important. And the other six are super practical. So if you are here for the advice and the tips and the practical shit, you're going to get it, but you're going to have to listen to my spiel first because that's how I roll. My first secret is to number one, commit to living in service to pleasure. Yes, mama. The quickest way to manifest what you really want and love is to consistently energetically vibrate at the level that you want to feel when you are with the partner of your dreams, which means you need to be constantly asking yourself, what are you doing right now to stay in your pleasure and to connect with bliss and ecstasy on the regular? If you're sitting around wondering why she or he isn't calling or texting or trying to decipher what she or he meant with your friends and trying to figure him or her out, Oh, honey bunny, I am so sorry, but I am just going to have to tell you that you are not going to attract what you want uh, coming from this place of being completely in your head and not at all in your pleasure. So make your own damn fun. Find your own pleasure. Connect to your body. Make a commitment to living in service to pleasure. I will tell you what that looks like for me so you have an idea of what it might look like for you. For me, this looks like going to tango class, <laughs> doing a regular yoga practice. No, but actually it's even more deeper, okay? This looks like doing a daily mindset cleanup, making sure that my, thirts, my, my thoughts are constantly pointing toward what I want as opposed to believing and buying into the stories that I know are holding me back and keeping me where I'm currently at. It also looks like doing regular self-pleasure practices, like doing my JDEG practice around healing, around experiencing more pleasure, around connecting with my 
fucking wild woman inside around tapping into my personal power and really feeling that fire ignite from inside out. Uh, you know, when you don't have another person doing it for you, it becomes vital to stoke that fire inside to really connect with your own uh, sexual essence, your own fire that you can self-generate. Uh, or giving myself the space to be just as sexy and as free and hedonistic as I want to be during my self-pleasure practice. It may also look like doing my tantric self-practices when I really need to connect with the goddess energies inside of me, with that pattern of consciousness that, uh, that's inside of me that knows that I am whole, that I am worthy, that I can have everything and create whatever I want in my life. Uh, to really connect with my own personal power and giving, uh, you know, doing sex magic even to refine and utilize my sexual energy and embody what I really want right now and to feel it inside of my bones as if it were already done. It also looks like uh, maybe doing an hour of breath work when I'm really in my own shit and having a hard time getting clear on what's going on in my subconscious and why I'm creating whatever it is I'm creating that I'm not happy about, right? And doing the breath work helps me to come back to pleasure and to remember my wholeness. And if I'm really in my own shit and I cannot find my way out by myself, which happens probably once a week, I uh, reach out for support from one of my coaching peers and I do a coaching session. So I have regular uh, coaching sessions that I give and that I receive with some of my peers. And that is so helpful for getting out of my own shit and to really recognize the deep unconscious patterns that I can't navigate on my own without someone else's help. So committing to pleasure does not mean that you are always going to feel pleasure. It just means that you're going to do what you need to do to come back to pleasure and to live from the space of pure joy and ecstasy just for the sheer fact that you are fucking alive, that you are here taking up space on this planet and owning that and owning the fact that you have this life to live and you might as well live it full out because you only get one try at it. Okay, number two is knowing your worth, claiming it, living it, and deciding that you are not going to settle. If you don't feel in your bones that you are truly worthy or deserving of having what you want, you're either not going to get it at all or you might get lucky and get it, but you're going to end up self-sabotaging. When you feel in your bones that you are so worthy and that you are so deserving of having the person that you really want in your life or having the relationship structure that you really, really want, it becomes easy to say no to anyone that doesn't match that and to move on. And it doesn't hurt you. And it's like, ah, okay, well, this isn't it. This isn't what I'm looking for. Moving on next, right? Well, as a single mama, you don't have all of the freaking time in the world um, to waste on people that, you know, aren't going to be good for you, that aren't a true match for you, uh, because you don't want to be bringing people into your family life that aren't going to be sticking around or that really aren't a good fit for you. Okay, now, those two were the more out there pieces the more of the inner work that needs to be done for you to really get to a place where you can actually enjoy dating. Now for the more practical things. <laughs> okay, number three, learn how to create openings with men so that you can actually start meeting them in real life. 
Now, how do you do that? People ask me that all the time. Well, how do you meet men in real life? It's really challenging, right? Some suggestions uh, to start up conversations with men are to make eye contact multiple times. In our post Me Too culture, it is really easy for a man these days to feel more timid striking up a conversation with you because they are on such high alert these days. And I feel really bad for them for this, but it's true. If you are making eye contact with them multiple times, however, this will help him to feel safe that, you know, it's safe to talk to you. So that can be a really easy way to draw him in. Another way to do that is to ask him for a favor or to help you out with something. So it can be something as simple as you're in the line to get a coffee and you're digging through your purse. I don't know about you, but my purse is kind of small and uh, like I have to take out all my shit to get to my debit card. So I don't know, like if I saw a really hot guy in a coffee shop one day, I'd be like, Hey, can you hold my keys while I grab and dig my debit card out of this purse real quick? Okay. It's really stupid example, but it's still real life shit. Like it's a real life example of how to strike up a conversation with someone. Another way is to give them a compliment. Men don't receive many compliments that often from women. Uh, so it's pretty nice for them to get that. Uh, so you can say something as simple as, I like what you're doing with those jeans there. I don't see many men pulling it off quite like you do. Uh, you know, just something practical, silly, and stupid. It's just a way to get men to start talking to you. Which now leads me to number four, online dating. Let's talk online dating for a moment, ladies. I am not an online dating expert. I am not a dating coach. And I am not a dating consultant. I am not a dating expert at all. But I have had some pretty epic dating experiences before. So I'd like to think that I have some pretty decent advice to share with you on this. Okay, now the thing about online dating where you're doing it because you want to meet someone for more than a casual hookup or one night stand is that you only want to go on an app like Tinder if you are a fairly confident woman who can clearly speak your desires and you have great boundaries. Otherwise, it can be a nightmare. Uh, other safe places for online dating if you aren't very confident and don't have clear boundaries are uh, like match.com or eHarmony.com. Those have a bit more screening in there so that you're not just meeting completely random people that you hardly know anything about. Uh, so if you decide to try online dating, do not, under any circumstances, throw up some half-ass profile with shitty pictures and comments in the about section like, I'm just here to try this out and see what happens. Or if you just wanna, if you wanna know, just ask. Those comments tell men that you are not serious and the men who respond will therefore not take you seriously. So if you throw up a half-assed profile, you will get half-assed results, like creepy men with issues who don't deserve to be talking with you. Write an intriguing profile that builds in mystery to the profile and makes them actually want to get to know you more and to talk to you. Again, if you are not on online dating because you're not so if you're not there for a casual hookup then you have to build in some sort of mystery that makes them actually want to get to know you so before you meet up with anyone from an online dating service it is really important to have a series of actual conversations that progressively move from online to offline so you start messaging back and forth online 
And I would keep those to a, a minimum. Like you don't need to be messaging on there forever. You can tell pretty quickly if this is someone you actually want to start texting and talking to. And then you can move it to text or WhatsApp if that feels safer. Um, and then you can actually start calling them and talking to them on the phone. Uh, that way you start to get to know them and you're not wasting your time getting a freaking babysitter uh, for some dude that, you know, is totally not worth your time. But the more that you can actually talk to them, uh, you can screen if they're actually a decent person that you're interested in getting to know more. So you will have a greater sense of who they are and if this is something that you actually wanna pursue further, if you have talked to them on the phone or FaceTime or something like that. So yeah, the dudes that don't do that on Tinder, I don't give them the time of day. If they're willing to talk with me on a phone and to do FaceTime maybe, then I will give them the time of day because that means that they actually want to get to know me maybe. And they're not there for just some casual uh, one night stand or hookup. <clears throat> All right. If you decide that it's worth your while to meet someone that you have met online in person, then you need to let another friend know where you're going to go and how long you plan to be there uh, simply for safety reasons. Now, again, I am no online dating expert, but if you want help with that, you can go to my gal, Jen Burton, at Single Smart Female uh, from episode 41 at helpmeonlinedate.com, and she will help you write a profile that will steer all of the creepers away, and that will help you draw in men that are actually worth your time. Now, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to not half-ass online dating. If you're going to do it, take it freaking seriously, mama, and make sure you have some classy pics with no stupid doggy ears or sunglasses from Snapchat. That shit is stupid and most men can't stand it. Okay, now number five. If you are doing online dating, you need to get in touch with your pussy, sweetheart. <laughs> now I know you're going to think I'm crazy for telling you this. Why? You need to get in touch with your pussy first before you start swiping and reading profiles because pussy doesn't ever lead you wrong when it comes to men. And I'm sorry, I'm just very heterosexual here and I don't mean to exclude anyone that's listening that is, um, that is lesbian or queer or whatever. But uh, yeah, I will use men because that's just what, what my experience is. So anyway, this is my secret sauce ingredient for making Tinder dating tolerable. Now, what do I mean by getting in touch with your pussy? I mean, you need to get yourself turned on before you go start swiping and reading profiles. Because now we're going back to number one. If you are doing something and you're not in your pleasure, you have taken yourself out of your high vibration state of living and that constant state of bliss and ecstasy, right? That state that you want to be in when you actually meet this person. If you were swiping from a place of blah and whatever, you're going to get blah and whatever results. So honestly, I swipe right for probably every 50 to 100 men that I come across on Tinder. My pussy is very selective, baby. And if it ain't a full body, hell yeah, then it's a no. <laughs> there are so many people on that freaking app. Like if you live in a small town, you might have to, <laughs> you might have to adjust that a little bit. But there are, um, 
you do not have to swipe right on everyone just because they're kind of cute. If you read their profile and there's something like, eh, I really don't like that. Uh, then it's just a freaking no, don't waste your time. So don't waste your time getting to know men that have shitty profiles with terrible pictures and who don't at least mention what they do for a living. If they don't, that's probably because they're unemployed or friggin' broke. And girl, you don't need that shit in your life. All right, now my best advice before swiping and reading profiles is to self-pleasure first, but not completely to orgasm. And then you go reading and swiping away. <laughs> So again, Lacey's secret sauce ingredient for uh, finding men on Tinder actually worth my while. All right, number six, stop man-hating right now. If you are hung up on a dude that did you wrong, you are going to be bringing in some bad energy into your dating experiences. If you have healing work that needs to be done around your dislike for men, or thinking that they're all dogs and they all just want to have sex, then you have to cut that shit out right now, hon, because you are going to keep attracting men that are like shit if that's what you believe. If you believe that there seriously aren't any good men out there, then you need to work on your belief system about men first and foremost, because adored women do not hate men. They understand that, yes, men want to sleep with you. And yes, they're going to be attracted to you, but there's more to a man than a sexual desires. And if you need help changing your belief system, then I want you to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast because next week's episode is going to be on how to stop attracting the same, same man over and over and really doing the deep healing work around our beliefs around men and dating and love. Because if you have not cleared all of this shit up, dating can be absolutely terrible. Now, if you don't want it to be absolutely terrible, do the fucking work. Change the beliefs. Stop man-hating. Do not go into dating if you're a man-hater or it's going to be awful. Okay, number seven. <laughs> Please have an opinion about things and stop acting like you don't care what you do on your date together. Yes, it is so nice to be surprised if that's what he offers and what he wants to do for you. That's my favorite. I love to be surprised actually. But if he asks you what you like, for goddess freaking sake, please tell him and please know enough about yourself to tell him what you like. When you're setting up the first date, uh, try and steer away from the usual dinner and movie type things and try to do an activity together instead. So maybe look on your social calendars. I like to use the Facebook events. Uh, that's a really helpful place for finding things to do that are fun. Um, <clears throat> so you can use your Facebook events to scroll through your town and what day the events are happening and just be like, hey, I'd like to attend this event. Can we do this together? Uh, that can be a really fun thing. Uh, so yeah, stay away from the typical usual stuff. Uh, if you can do an activity together, that gives you a better way to help get to know him. Uh, so you're not like staring at a screen the whole time and you don't really have a chance to talk to him. All right. And also along these lines, do not agree with him. If you don't actually agree with him, <laughs> men like to have their opinions challenged and it's just really freaking boring to be around a woman that uh, agrees with you all of the time. And also I want to point out that men 
do not fall for a woman because of their bedroom skills. So they will fall for you because of how they feel when they are around you. So just because you have the best sex of your life with a particular man doesn't mean that he's feeling anything more than that. It may have been the best sex for him too, but ultimately this does not win him over. It's how they feel around you and your presence that is so much more of importance. Okay, last but not least, try to avoid the trap of telling him everything at once. It is so important to build in mystery while getting to know him. So not spilling all the beans. If you were telling him your whole life freaking story on the first date, this is like blah. This is a blah date. You know, it's like, okay, you don't want to spend the entire time talking about yourself. You really want to build in mystery. So he has a reason to want to go on a second date with you. So don't Tell him your entire freaking life story on a first date or the first time you talk to him. Give him a little bit and then ask him something about himself. So make sure that the conversation stays balanced. And those are my eight uh, tips for being an adored single mama. <laughs> so let me review again real quick. Number one is to commit to living in service to pleasure. That is number one for a reason. If there is nothing else that you do, do that. Number two, know your worth, claim it, live it, and don't settle. Number three, learn how to create openings with men by eye contact, asking him for a favor, or giving him a compliment. Number four, if you're online dating, take it seriously. Number five, uh, if you're online dating, get in touch with your pussy before reading profiles or swiping right. And number six, stop man-hating. Number seven, please have an opinion and know what you want to do for a first date. And number eight, build in mystery to the conversation. Don't give them your entire life story on the first date. And that is it, single mamas. I would love to know what is your favorite one of these. <laughs> you can write in to me at any time at Lacey at LaceyBroussard.com. And if you are enjoying this content, then please subscribe uh, to the podcast. And if you want weekly updates so you never, ever, ever miss a thing from me, you can go to the multiorgasmicmama.com and put in your name and email anywhere on the website and I will be in your inbox um, at least once a week. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed uh, giving you this, <laughs> this podcast here today and I will see you all next week. Okay, bye.